Hey, this is Doug Jones, and you're listening to Mad Scientist Party Hour. Welcome back to another episode of Mad Scientist Party Hour. My name's Kevin Kraft, joined once again by a man who has entirely sworn off pants and underwear and is currently in the process of shoving his boner into a Danny DeVito fleshlight. That's Jeff Clark. Why, why Danny DeVito? I mean, it could be soft, but... And transmitting to us from Hyrule... The bearded booger-eating Ganondorf known as Shuddy Boy. Yo. Okay, so this is something that is not very groundbreaking at all. But I feel like this will either generate some anger or at least some Uh social media conversation. For the first time in what had to have been decades. Decades. I got Pizza Hut. I love how that got Jeff to look up. Like, everybody's sort of like, Shuddy Boy's grinding up some weed. Jeff's probably checking his Final Fantasy football. But the second Pizza Hut, or actually pizza got mentioned, it was like saying treat in front of Lil Mama. The the first syllable even got him to tilt his head up. Oh, treat. And I've been, I've kind of been on the record, I don't know how many times I've said this, but... When I was a little kid, one of the things that made me happiest was on the weekend when I knew my mom was going to take me to go see a new movie in Marstown, and we were going to pregame with Pizza Hut, and I was going to get the only thing that I ever ordered at the at Pizza headquarters Hut. plaza. You mean that's the one? I would get a pepperoni pan pizza. And as far as I'm concerned, Pizza Hut doesn't sell anything else. I don't know if I've ever gotten anything but a pepperoni um, pan pizza. And Rant Rant kind of lives by one. And we've passed it a couple of times. And I always salivate like Pavlov's dog every time I see it. And I said to her, look, I, I want to be a fat ass. I need a fat boy moment. I have to try Pizza Hut because every time I bring it up, People clown on me. They talk about how it's disgusting. They'd rather eat um, a turd that got rolled out flat in a circle and thrown in an oven than eat a pizza pizza. Yeah. Eat garbage out of a rotten dumpster. Whatever. I don't know. I have always been... Then then that like put a thing in my head like, fuck, am I the jerk off here? Have I been misremembering things? Is Pizza Hut hot garbage? So I went and got Pizza Hut. And I got my beloved pepperoni pan pizza, and God damn it, I wanted to nut all over the place. Really? I fucking so, loved it. You have not realized that you are a lover of hot garbage. See, I knew this was going to be controversial. So maybe you every time I know a you pizza like to make hut- fun of me, but maybe you're a gutter palate as well, or you have a gutter palate as well. Oh, I do. Uh, every time. A Pizza Hut commercial comes on TV and they end it with their slogan. I yell at the TV, everybody out pizzas the hut. Mm. But in their slogans, no one out pizzas the hut. Yep. Gotcha. 
Everyone does. Even so Jabba. Except Papa John's. Except Papa John's. You like wow. Pizza Hut more than Papa John's. I think they're both. Uh, yes. Well, I feel I actually, comfortable saying that. I actually think Papa John's is like heads and shoulders above Pizza Hut. So this is interesting that you bring it up. In, in college, Pizza Hut and Domino's did the six the six 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 deal. I think it was five 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 at that time. You know what I'm talking about, right? Mm-hmm. Five dollars yeah. and you get a medium pie or medium pizza, but you gotta get a minimum of three. So you just knock on doors in your dorm room floor and find two other people to do it. It was something that I did far too often, right? Probably why I did the freshman fucking thirty and not fifteen. But <laughs> I ne- like that was back in Domino's, like real, real, real dark days. Like they were fucking terrible. So much so that they actually had that marketing campaign, that famous marketing campaign. We're like, yeah, we heard how terrible we were. We changed up our recipe. We're doing better because it got that bad. Right. So I was always more of a Pizza Hut guy. And I have the same type of like nostalgia, or at least I did for Pizza Hut as you do. Like I love their pan pizza. Their stuffed crust pizza was one of my favorite things growing up. Like, I fucking loved it. So I'm with you there. Okay, I feel like um, a complete dumbass because I went so hard in the paint saying that I only fuck with pepperoni pan pizza. I did get stuffed crust a couple of times. And that ring of cheese in the crust is divine. It's fun. Might as well no just be a halo back. straight from heaven. Just put in the rim of a pizza. Uh, I, but I'm, I mean, I'm kind of, I'm, I'm on the same like uh, side of this is you in that sense for up until this point like i love the pan pizza pepperoni pan pizza if i'm doing anything else it'll be a stuffed crust because stuffed crust is goddamn delicious long beach's pizza situation has always been kind of whack and like when i was me and my brother were like really poor they always had the big box promotions that they would advertise but like the local pizza huts didn't do it so like I don't know, like Pizza Hut in Long Beach is a pain in the ass, and I always kind of soured on it, and it got, I feel like it got steadily worse. Hmm. Recently, last Sunday, actually, uh, I didn't snack attack this because I was a little fucked up, but I got the Detroit-style pe- Pizza Hut, uh, Detroit-style pizza. Oh, right? I've seen the I, ads I, for that. Right. I mean, if you watch any sports, which I know you don't, but if you watch any sports, you'll see, like, fucking 10 ads per football game for the the Pizza Hut Detroit pizza. So, and I recently had, as you guys, I'm sure remember the listeners at home, remember I recently had Detroit style pizza in Austin, Texas, and I absolutely loved it. Like it was fucking bomb. So I was like, you know what? I like Pizza Hut. I've always been more of a Pizza Hut guy than Domino's. Let me give it a, uh, give it a, a whirl and we'll see how it is. And it was trash. Like it was epically bad. I was so fucking mad. Um, I guess not that mad, whatever, but <laughs> it was just, it was so disappointing because like, I've always been more pro like team pizza hut, especially versus Domino's. I actually think Papa John's is, is pretty good in those, like in that, like a uh, little ring or whatever in, in that field. But I've always been like, like really like, I don't know, complimentary pizza hut and their Detroit style pizza is terrible. So that's why when you said I recently had pizza and I like, sprung up it's like i actually have a take on this this is a conversation i can keep up with when you guys get into spooky season reviews i'm probably just gonna sit here quiet <laughs> well when i got to rent house that that day it was it was a little late she'd already eaten dinner and i was like 
I I would really appreciate it if you could just humor me uh, while I go get a pepperoni pan pizza. And I what was like, consists of though. What did she need to do? Well, I I mean, it's because it's by her place. Yeah, pretty much. Did she need to and, drive you there? And go with me, <laughs> like, yeah. Like you're a little kid. Yeah. <laughs> you're asking your mom, hey, can we go to the Pizza Hut buffet? Can we go to the Pizza Hut buffet? Can we go to Pizza Hut so I can cash in my my Book It free personal pan pizza for reading four books this month? <laughs> oh. Yeah, I read Spider-Man. So I, I uh, when we got back to her place, I immediately dove in. And she's like, yeah, I'm, I'm not hungry. I, I ate dinner. And as I'm scarfing the pizza down, I'm like, are you sure you don't want to at least just try a bite? Because she was in the same boat. She's like, I remember liking Pizza Hut, but I also haven't had it since I was a kid. So she took a bite and she was like, okay, I'm going to need a full slice. And then as I'm sitting there just wharfing down this pizza, I see her reaching for a second slice. I'm like, are you going, are you going for seconds even after you had dinner? And she's like, yes. And I was like, all right, so what, what's the verdict? Am I, am I crazy here? Because after eating some of this, like, it was just like a time warp. All these great memories came flooding back. This is the same delicious taste I remember. I am fucking enjoying every millisecond of this experience. And she was like, I'm not as crazy as you are, but this is good. I like this. I just like how you, you guys got emotional together. Mm-hmm. She had to console you. It, it was a moment. Nice. Well, it sounds like your relationship strengthened over Pizza Hut. That's that's good. Yeah. But yeah, so, I just figured I'd throw that out there. I know everybody in the Puminati has a lot of hot food takes, and so do we. And I'm, I'm sure yeah. we'll hear some feedback in the comments of whatever. Well, it makes me wonder if I were to just go back to Pizza Hut and get the pan pepperoni pizza or the stuffed crust, like if I would just like it, and it was just the Detroit style, it sucked. Because the Detroit style was just like, it was shaped like Detroit style pizza, but it was Pizza Hut. <laughs> <laughs> like I know, because when we used to do MSPH at my place in Hollywood, a lot of times, and this is also when I was like at my fattest and grossest, and I was eating Pizza Hut, no, 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 uh, uh, Domino's, excuse me, multiple times a week. And I could, if I was the right amount of stoned, eat a whole pizza to my face. And I really liked the thin crust Domino's pizza, extra cheese, extra pepperoni, because it was almost like it was almost like an hors d'oeuvre. You know, it was like this light, flaky, crispy crust with just Canapé. the the ratio of man, great crap crafter Jeff Shuddy edition use, usage. Nice. Well, little Easter egg. But the cheese but Jeff, and pepperoni. If you're gonna use it. Do you remember what it means? It's French for finger food. Oh, how's my aim? I mean, I don't have a a firm enough grasp on the definition to say you're wrong. So I can't get shuddied. It sounds good to me. You won, Jeff. I can't. Hold on. The MSPH's official stance of a canapé is it is a French finger food. There you go. And I would say a slice of that Domino's thin crust pizza because they do cut it into like squares and stuff. It's a round pie that they, for some reason, chop up into squares. If somebody was walking around with a tray of those at a party, I'd be like, oh yeah, give me one of those. Don't mind if I do. Canopios. 
but Jeff would always get bummed out because he wanted regular crust pizza because you get more dough. And I would always argue you're you're stuffing your your insides with filler. Like the best part of pizza for me is always the toppings. So I feel like I can eat more cheese and pepperoni if I cut cut down on the amount of dough and crust. But I mean the logic it, it's it makes sense. I just I don't know. The pizza experience to me is, you know, in it's a standard pizza experience. It has dough. Like I feel like you're I don't know. You're almost like it's it's not really a pizza experience. You're almost like doing like pizza rolls. Like like hey, this is pizza. Like, eh, not really. I mean, I don't know. I probably didn't do a great job ex- explaining my position there. And looking back at it, I mean, I wouldn't hate some Domino's thin crust. That's fine. It's certainly a lot better than the Detroit style fucking Pizza Hut pizza that I had this past couple weeks ago. So what is, refresh my memory, what is Detroit style pizza again? How does it qualify? Because it's fat and it's a rectangle, right? Yeah, it's a rectangle. They, I feel like they come mostly in like personal pans. Because it does look Um, like a pan pizza, but just rectangle. Yeah, it's rectangle. Uh, pan pizza. And I feel like the like the crust is more like crispy and like almost like the cheese melts into it. So it's almost like you have like almost like a cheesier crust. Oh man, you're making my fucking dick hard. But I haven't. The only place that I've had good Detroit style pizza has been Austin, Texas, and I've gotten like a a taste or like um. Uh, an inspiration to eat it for a while now, but because of like COVID, I never went up to LA or went to like, you know, go to any of the LA Detroit spots. Cause supposedly there's a few good options and I think there's one good one in Anaheim too, but yeah, the only place that I had is Austin and just like a square pizza cutting, I think like four or six slices, depending on how big you get it. One of their like flavors that they have is hot honey, like spicy mm. honey. That's weird. And when I was when I was in Austin, like they add it as like a dipping sauce. So you could dip your crust in. Oh. And I was like, all right, yeah, whatever. I didn't like think much of it when I got it. And then when I when I like tried it, it was like, oh shit. Oh, oh shit. This oh, I like I like dipping my crust. That's the one thing I'll give Papa John's props on. The, like the garlic That's... butter and dipping sauces <laughs> for your crust. You underrated. Underrated what they're doing there. It really is. Like that's all. <laughs> It's almost like an appetizer or like a side for your pizza, right? Especially for <laughs> someone like you who's not crazy about the dough. It's like, well, yeah. that helps that helps you, I don't know, eat the crust, I guess. Um Well, this has been uh, style, man. This has been Pizza Talk presented by Mad Scientist Party Hour. You know, we don't do this enough, I think. I agree. I think pizza pizza commentary is probably one of the more slept on and underutilized or under discussed things out there. I'm a pizza and I'm slut. Happy. And yeah. this this helps keep my inner teenage mutant ninja turtle alive. I wonder do you ever watch the the Barstool guys uh pizza reviews, the one bite pizza reviews? No, I don't watch anybody. I, the only reviews I watch are snack attacks. <laughs> Fair enough. And I do it better than anyone, but they're pretty interesting because I mean, Barstool headquarters out in New York. 
So like when they moved out there, he just was like, I want to try every pizza shop in New York. And now they're like, like they're, I don't know. He, he travels all over. So like every new city that he goes to, he'll try all their local pizza spots. And he even like, cause he goes to Saratoga, this guy goes to Saratoga every like weekend for the track or till he's during track season. He like tried like a bunch of my local spots. I just find it interesting. So I don't know if it was something that you ever watched because you're such a pizza slut. No, no, I'm I'm more I'm just a slut with my mouth. Um, speaking of uh, old things becoming new again, uh, I I feel like maybe uh, COVID hit this industry hard. Perhaps took out a couple of performers or made them fear the venue, but um. Poop strippers. Poop Slime Alley open mic is back, baby. Um, I I got woken up the other night at, at three forty-five with the distant sounds of an open micer approaching, and it woke me up. And it's getting louder, and I'm like, oh man, this motherfucker's coming straight here. Maybe I'll get lucky, and this will be a drive-by, and he'll just walk by my window and keep going and serenade. The entire alley with his um, uh, slam poetry. But no, like always, they know exactly where to stop. Right outside my fucking window. This guy went for about 45 minutes. And when he finally shut the fuck up, I was like annoyed and pissed and couldn't back to sl- get back to sleep for another half hour, 45 minutes. So really fucked up my day. Um, and I also, I apologize to anybody who heard this on the Jason Ellis show Patreon, but God damn it. If I'm going to get woken up at three 45 in the morning, I want to get some mileage out of this goddamn bit. So of course I had to get my phone out, open up the voice memos and, and tape some of this guy. So maybe you guys can interpret some of, um, this man's material. You know, I ain't got to catch not near thing. Cause I caught a fade already with a great street nigga, my nigga. For the right call. And I wasn't even supposed to do that. Graduate, nigga. Got my A license. Cause you're too stupid. You feel what I'm saying? To get, get, get money to buy you. Especially with the walking rods. By the commander in chief. Dumb assholes. Y'all bitches are stupid. It's like Biden. Y'all bitches are stupid. And it's, it's, it's. Yeah, I think this is Q. We he actually said found Q. Commander in chief, right? And then he said, "All bitches are stupid." Do you think he's talking about Biden and the Kamala Harris administration? I don't know if this guy knows who the president is, and I think he said um, he pluralized it. Commander in chiefs. Oh, I didn't okay. even hear Commander in chief. So, all right. Well, he's got more. Pimp, bitch, you need your ass. Powerbomb, bitch. Oh, God. Right, he's oh, going to powerbomb a bitch. Oh, oh God. God. How the fuck, bitch, you give me permission to pop your motherfucking peas, bitch? Nigga. So, he said something Sounds about... Sounds like he's cutting a wrestling promo. I know. For, like, this some guy... really edgy, like, dark web wrestling promotion. It sounds like he's cutting his his thing before his next match with... Maybe it's a tag team, the commander in chiefs. 
Oh, that's a Dom, good theory. Let's hit up the MSPH uh, <laughs> wrestling commissioner. Yeah, we might have guy, another. This guy needs a character Poop made. Slime, Poop Slime Alley needs some representation in our wrestling league. <laughs> <laughs> and we he might did, have to hold one of the fucking one of the events there. He used um, a, a radio term, popping your peas. That's when, like, um, if you if you. If you do that too hard into a mic, it'll crackle. So when I was in broadcasting school, they, they had like these speech exercises to help you not pop your peas. Speaking of uh, sayings, I'm going to diverge us a little bit because this came up in conversation in my house. Uh, and there's interest to see if either of you have ever or know what the shampoo effect is. Is that when you try to fuck a shampoo bottle and soap gets in your pee no, and burns it? No, nope. But so seriously, you don't know what the shampoo effect is. No. How about you? I have Jeff? no idea. No. I had never heard of it. Neither did I yesterday, and Sharon thought I was the weird one. Uh, it's after. It's when the day after you have like a serious drinking binge or drug binge. And then the very next day you start drinking or doing that drug again. It only takes a, a little bit to get you fucked up. I mean, I, I've never heard it referred to as a shampoo. Right. I've never heard, but you, you know what that is like yeah. back in the day when you party on a Friday, sleep it off, wake up and go to a party Saturday afternoon and three, you drink three beers and be sloppy drunk. Huh? As an example. It's an actual that- thing. But you guys have never heard of it referred to as the shampoo effect. No, never. Okay. Thank you. That was all that sidebar was about. All right. Do you want to hear more of the shampoo effect? Yes, let's hear the shampoo effect. <laughs> if you don't check the motherfucking Josh Allen, I just figured dick. I'll let it so it sounded like he said something about if you check the Cobb salad for this N bomb's dick, eleven trillion. I mean, that's as good as anything I would come up with out of what that was. Oh, you know what would be awesome? I should call the MSPH voicemail line, play this into it, and see what Google Translate makes of it. What if so going back to the wrestling <laughs> thing, what if his tag team is called the help and they're going against the commander in chiefs are you getting racist study well does that mean we have to create four new characters because aren't we kind of like you know reaching our max or having to like drop characters? well i don't know why any other reason he would be talking about Cobb salad in his wrestling promo unless it had something to do with his character so the chef's I hear what he's saying. I, I don't think this is out of line. That was and Shetty's yeah, focus on something, and I, I think we need to. See I was just story. trying to make guys. it fit my narrative. Well, there's there's 28 <laughs> seconds left of, of character building for you. All right, let's go. Perfect. Yeah, you might go a bunch of different ways in this, Shetty. I let nigga, I let fucking trill, nigga. I let it to my dick, nigga. Long. I let it trill. 11 trillion. Is that his net worth? Is this 
Is this like a the a B side off of Kanye's new album? <laughs> yeah, this is Donda. This is this is what he <laughs> cut out of it though. Walk around just like this, nigga. Fuck. Eleven trillion, nigga. Dumbass hoes, nigga was had missing. So get the nigga up. What do you say, suplexing hoes? Suplexing hoes. Suplexing. Yep. That's, yeah. That's I mean, this is definitely, definitely a wrestler. <laughs> definitely. <laughs> Yeah, his, one trillion is definitely hyperbole. I don't really, or eleven trillion. I don't really know if anything's valued at that. No, and like he, maybe his finishing move could be the the Cobb salad power bomb. How long? I want to know what he was saying. I I really wish we knew what he was saying prior to you getting your phone and recording it. There was something of this is a, like a common theme amongst the people that come to Poop Slime Alley to flip out, um, yelling about snitches. Hmm. So I, I like it's a lot of like rabble, 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 fucking snitch, ho snitch. So there's a lot of that, and he did that thing where he's going, "Oh God, oh God," he did that a lot. There are a Wait, lot of oh gods. Oh God or on God. I'm pretty sure it was Oh God. Let me see. I think I can scroll through these now. Because, like, On God is, like, for real. Like, straight up. I think this is at this part. Y'all bitches are stupid. Oh, maybe not. You need your ass powerbomb, bitch. Oh God. Oh God. So he said. Oh God. Okay, so he's really serious about this. So. He said, "You need your, you need your bitch ass power bombed." And he said, "On God, like for real, like I really mean this." Oh, that he's saying on God. Yeah. Are you sure? It sounds like oh God. I heard no, oh God, God, but in context, what Jeff is hearing and explaining it as makes way more sense. All right, let's let him. Especially that he, he drops, has an explanation for what on God means. He drops three in a row. Let's just hear all three clean, one last time. Bitch. Oh God! Oh God! Yeah, on God. Oh God! Oh, he is saying on God. He just got a on little bit God. of like, like twanging it. Oh, on God! Yeah, yeah. Like it's the like the synonym of that is like I'm gonna power. I'm gonna power bomb this bitch straight up, straight up for real. On God, it's the same shit. Is that so? He's really passionate about this. Is that new saying on God or is that old school? Kind of, I I heard it. I don't I don't know. It probably it's probably a retro, right? I mean, there's is anything new nowadays. But I heard it on a like Twenty One Savage uses it a lot in the end of. His, I just like, did bars. the the middle aged dad thing and went to Urban Dictionary and on God is a phrase which is a way of saying that someone is telling the truth, similar to saying I swear to God. Yeah, on God. Powerbomb, bitch. Oh, God. Oh, God. He's not fucking around. Oh, God. Maybe <laughs> maybe he was about to fence somebody and he was saying on guard. <laughs> oh, E-N-G-U-A-R-D. Yeah. <laughs> Who? Who's that hoe? On guard. <laughs> on guard. 
to me, you'd have to show me a weapon to believe that. Like, I need to see his saber, his fencing saber. I'd be like, all right, well, maybe, yeah, maybe that's what he meant. I don't know. It's it's called a foil. Damn, Ooh. Ooh. God damn. Uh, On shoddy. On shoddy. Very hard. Oh, whoops. Nope. Didn't mean that one. Wow, where are these fucking... You've just been shuddied. Suck a dick. Work. I thought I was just killing that segment. I pretty much defined slang as according to Urban Dictionary and still ran myself into a shuddying. Tough. However, <laughs> however, according to Wikipedia, the foil is one of three swords used in fencing. Man, did you just shuddy yourself? Uh, oh, wow. And one of the other three is a saber. Okay. You got shut the fuck down. Uh, wait, can I get a Jeff? Uh, you've just been Jeff pussy because he technically his saber was accurate. We oh, were man. both right. Uh, oh my god, so much vitriol and venom in my words was unnecessary, though. You've just been Jeff fucking pussy. Fair is fair. Uh, when I go to confirm myself, I'm not going to sweep it past it because <laughs> someone out there will call me on it at some point. So that's full true. transparency. That's that's better than our government even does. And I'm proud of you, Scotty. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, before we go on, I do want to give a quick shout out to a new dad in the Puminati. Guy in a buffalo. Congrats. Congrats, dude. Try not to get any baby poop in your mouth. I don't know anything about being a dad. No, I assume assume that happens. It'd be bad parenting, probably. Boy or girl, do you know, Kevin? Mm. Nope. Uh, With a boy, there is a possibility of getting pee in his mouth sometime in the night. Oh, baby girl. Okay, well then, nope. If he's getting pee or poo in his mouth, he's doing something very, very wrong. Very, very wrong. <laughs> like, and you way, are not like, allowed in the Puminati anymore. We disavow from any of that. Well, Guy in a Buffalo, I hope as a devout Puminati member, you gave her a um, MSPH shout-out middle name like Poopstachio or... Just just name her Kathy. Give her middle name Kathy. Dookie girl. I don't know. (laughs) Uh, Oh, hey, congrats, guy in a buffalo. Yeah, is it his first child? I think it is, right? I don't have that information either. (laughs) We don't. We don't know. Kevin comes to the table with one eighth the information. I didn't expect to be grilled. I didn't realize like you guys wanted to be fact checked. One of us even knew that much. So. Yeah, Kevin is trying to deflect on. (laughs) Oh, oh, guy in a buffalo had a baby girl, huh? Which hospital was it? Huh? Huh? What's your social security number? If you ask any questions of someone who tells you they just had a kid, the first two that usually come up are what gender is the kid and how many kids have you had? Okay, (laughs) he didn't. He didn't tell me. It was a DM on Patreon from Feedbags McGee. If we can just fully pull the curtain back on this thing that was a quick shout-out and is now a segment. 
Are we sure <laughs> Ghana Buffalo actually had a kid? Maybe Feedbags McGee is just fucking with us. Are we sure this isn't like a Tyler Durden situation where <laughs> guy in a buffalo is Feedbags McGee, imaginary friend? I don't. And is I'm anything actually, real? I'm actually Feedbags McGee. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh. Shuddy, I would actually like to hear a little bit about your weekend. You went on a nerd toy mission with. The MSPH a commissioner. Nerd stravaganza. A nerd stravaganza with you, if you will, with uh the MSPH wrestling commissioner Dom and our old friend Bonbon. Yes. It was a lot of fun. Uh it was everything I hoped it would be. And uh, I remember hearing where were we talking about this when you were like, and the uh, the speaker of honor is the guy who played Bernie Lomack in Weekend at Bernie's. It was when you were on Masters of the Pooniverse. We were talking about that. Oh, that's right. Yeah. He is the bell of the ball. We ended up not going to the Terry Kaiser Q&A. Wow. Oh, uh, what, what held you back? Oh, uh, just buying shopping. Oh. That we were, gotcha. we, we were, our time was devoted to hunting. Wow, that motherfucker's 82 years old. He, yeah, he, he didn't look 82. We saw him, uh, the, the guy from, so also that were there were the voice of space ghost. Oh, from space ghost coast to coast. Okay. I was a fan Um, of that. The guy from the greatest American hero, the old early eighties. I never watched that, but I know they have the red dragons logo. Um, that guy, and then a guy who did a voice in, um, Dragon Ball Z. Never watched and that. And then the voice of Bumblebee from Transformers. The OG one? The OG one, yeah. So. Did you get a selfie with him? No. Um. What the hell? The, hold on, hold on. Oh, and Zack Ryder, is that? The wrestler you like, Jeff? What's the wrestler you like? Sack Ryder? The I mean, woo, woo, woo. Ultimate Warrior, uh, Brett the Hitman Hart, The Rock. I don't know. I like the guy that Dom faked said, that he had Dom, Tourette. I'm, this is information that Dom had. Um, Mr. Perfect's been dead for years. I don't, know who, I don't know who you're referring to. Hold on. I like that guy whose gimmick was he pretended to have Tourette's. He would go, ah! ooh, 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 ooh. He made those noises on Stern. Okay, so William Cat from uh, Greatest American Hero, Ian James Cormitt, who was Goku in Dragon Ball Z, Terry Kaiser, Dan Gilvezin, who was Bumblebee in the old OG Transformers, George Lowe from Space Ghost Coast to Coast. Man, uh, Terry Kaiser is still working like a fucking beast. God Matt damn. Cardona. Let that man retire is a wrestler. And I think his wrestling is it name Matt Hardy? No, stop it. I'm Reese PC. To... I, I don't like that many wrestlers. Zack Ryder. Dom seems to think you're a Zack Ryder fan from WWE. I don't even know. I don't know. And he that associated is. that with when you say woo 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 because that's in Zack Ryder's theme song apparently. Oh, no, I just that's how 
I, that, I remember Dom connecting those dots for me on the way there. He's like, Jeff, Zach Ryder, you know, that wrestler that Jeff likes. I'm like, what? And he's like, yeah, you know, he says, woo, woo, woo. Uh, anyway, but um, <laughs> Terry Kaiser had no line. And that's very disappointing. Was, uh, was Andrew William McCarthy Ken- and um, uh, Jonathan, Jonathan Silverman. Silverman holding him up? Because I mean, no. God, what a nope. what fucking commitment to excellence that would have been. Uh, but we, Dom and I, partook in some RSO before the convention. So by the time we got back to where the guests were, we were not uh, wanting to meet new people. Real shit only. Uh, no, the Rick Simpson oil. Oh, gotcha, 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 gotcha. gotcha. <laughs> okay, man, you guys got so many acronyms. And Dom is an acronym guy, right? Yeah, he Big is. Um, but it was a lot of fun. There was so much shit. Bon Bon on the way down said he wasn't collecting Transformers anymore because he actually had to start thinning his collection but ended up buying a few at the show. So Bon Bon, I, I always remember him liking Transformers, but that's where you and Dom go He-Man, he goes Transformers. Yes, and at what is he now? Forty-one. Yes, he's now deciding to scale back his his transformer toys. Well, so he says, but then added to the transformers. You know what? I'm just going to get the these three over here. It was two steps back. Frank takes one step forward. I get him. I mean, bon you bon. basically took a heroin addict to a heroin convention. Oh, it, like it, it was such a great day. Like so much fun. Bon Bon was so <laughs> pleasant to be around again, and he brought. It was, I was, I was so impressed. Like every time it came out, I was like, I, that is so awesome. I can't believe he did that. Bon Bon had two index cards in his flannel shirt pocket of all the comic gaps he had. And he would go into a booth, look at his cards and start digging through the comics and ended up buying like 20 buck, 20 comics off of his. So we. Which which comic books is is he is he is he strictly going Transformers or is he like no it was like West Coast Avengers and weird vintage stuff but it was so cool and then after Dom and I made him walk through it three twice on the third time Bon Bon started like rooting through every Transformer in every booth and and picked up some and. Uh, Dom actually walked out of there with the least amount of stuff, I think. The three of you combined is like whatever the opposite of a support group is. Like if instead of Alcoholics Anonymous, three people just like went into a room and encouraged each other to drink more. When we walked in there and I was like, Bon Bon, I am only looking for He-Man stuff. The first trip through, he literally pointed out every single He-Man thing there was to me. Uh, and it was a lot of stuff I already had. <laughs> I mean, I'm looking at the picture that Dom sent me, and you're carrying so many bags. Like, I don't even know if I've ever come home from the, the supermarket holding this many bags. No, I realized the mistake that I had made when we got home, when, as that picture was being... Just before Dom took that picture, I'm like, oh, my God, I cannot believe I did this. So what's it like um, sleeping in the tool shed now? 
it's you know that was Rayshore Khan worth it Don Bon Bon was very happy it was worth it uh but I have stuff did you get I mean you said most of that stuff behind you is new so do you all of the other than the pictures and the books that are directly behind me everything on there is new and there's stuff down here still that wouldn't fit up there. <laughs> what was the look that the missus gave you? Uh, she said to me, so her, uh, so at what point are you content with your collection? She said, today would be a good day to start enjoying pornography. And so that is kind of my indication that I think other than uh, the new stuff that I have pre-ordered and that's coming out no <laughs> no more hunting the vintage expensive stuff how is, difficult is that going to be for you we'll find out uh, i mean oh my christ I maybe did, that could be a new patreon show we have like a um an intervention style just shuddy boy vlog of him like two weeks in itching his neck eh, it's been about well two I mean, weeks since i, I bought a skeletor toy Oh, God, I'm joking. So hair's falling out. The argument I can make against that is. um, I showed a lot of restraint the entire month of September and only bought a couple of things. But I did that in preparation uh, of going on a Hunter S. Thompson-esque bender at retrocon which i did so i really all the restraint that i showed in september just erupted in one day so i would say on one hand i could do it because i did it for most of september but then again i definitely had a huge relapse in the grand scheme of things you could say i broke even (laughs) Well, uh, uh, everybody so, yeah. can check out the everybody on Patreon. I believe is that the 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 Puminati Extreme Elite tier that the the toy chess video went to. Yes. Yep. So you can see some of Dom Shuddy and Bonbon's adventures there. Part one is up. I'm guessing part two is going up shortly. Yeah, I just keep forgetting to upload it. I'll do it right now. And as Shuddy mentioned, if you are also a He-Man fan, I appeared on Masters of the Puniverse with Shuddy and Dom, and we watched the first episode of the new He-Man Netflix series, the new, new one. This one is all CGI, kind of like Star Wars The Clone Wars is. Um, so that is that is also live on our Patreon. Uh, okay, so I have some shit to review, and I know Shuddy Boy and I doubled up on something, and this is something that we did sort of a Mystery Science Theater 3000 watch-along on a previous episode, Nick Cage's new movie, Prisoners of the Ghostland. My brothers watched that, too. You didn't give it a, a, a spin, Jeff? No, I wasn't. I don't know what I was doing, but I, uh... I ended up not sitting down and watching it with him. I, I was, thought it was an old movie. I didn't know it was new. I was given <clears throat> No, it just came out. It was a six ninety nine rental on Amazon. 
or a fourteen ninety nine buy. There was a point Kevin, in the movie. There was a I, I I rented so, um, myself and the missus watched it, and as I brought up the Amazon Prime listing, I was flicking back and forth between buy and rent, because like I don't know, seven dollars. Like if we went and saw it in the theater, that would have been like forty bucks. You know, two tickets. I can get. I, we can watch this here for seven bucks, or I could own it forever for for fifteen. And I really just, you know, I I did buy Nick Cage's maybe sixth movie this year, which was Willy's Wonderland, the one where he has zero lines whatsoever, but is a janitor at a Chuck E. Cheese style restaurant where the animatronics come to life and try to kill everybody. And that one, I do have a little bit of buyer's remorse for that one. While it did have some really good, enjoyable Nick Cage moments, as a whole, not really all that enjoyable and a bit of a wasted concept. But as we got, we were making our way through this movie, I, I did at one point turn to her and say, I'm really regretting not buying this. But... See, I as, did the flick be, back and forth between rent and buy also, and Sharon talked me out of buying it. And, you know, I think we did make the right choice. <clears throat> Yes, which will agreed. be reflected in my review. But this wasn't as wild as the trailer we watched led me to believe it, it would have been. It was wild in a very different way. Yes. <laughs> very different way than the trailer. Like it was not nonstop craziness. No, it was it was weird. It was definitely uh, weird and made no sense. I definitely feel like uh, they let Nicolas Cage just say whatever he wanted to. There was one line, and it's the one that I texted you, Shuddy, that I will not say because it was so fucking funny. You shouldn't hear that line from anybody's lips but Nick Cage. But I was doubled over laughing, like tears this... coming out of my eyes. Nicolas Cage gave this movie at least 125% of his effort. <laughs> <laughs> at least at nice. a minimum you get n- just nick cage at his at his top tier of nicolas cage like it's really like they said we want you to be in this movie just do whatever you want and it's weird coming off of it's that movie box, buddy. pig which i know you didn't like shuddy boy but i'm sure you can agree that with nick cage's recent filmography watching pig was like wow it's this is the this is the nick cage that has an oscar he's actually acting he can still act yes Yes. he's not he hasn't lost it but then the follow-up movie is this thing (laughs) uh so yeah see a quick i'm gonna go to imdb and see if i can pull some lines from it that aren't the one that you're talking about to to give jeff some well i do remember one where like he gets amp. So here's the here's the plot of the movie from whatever I could fucking make heads or tail of. It it looks like it takes place in Japan, but it's half Japan and half a Western. It's and uh, Samurai Town. Samurai is the name town. of the town, and it's half Western, half Samurai, but not blended well at all. And Bill Mosley, the guy who most people I guess would know from anything, would be a lot of the Rob Zombie movies. He plays this character, the governor, who's an old, crusty, bearded white guy in an all-white suit, and he sort of like runs that town, but they don't really say much. He 
takes Nick Cage out of cowboy jail, fits him with a leather suit that has these little glowing orbs that are explosives placed strategically around his body, and tells him he has to go and rescue his granddaughter, who is trapped in the Ghostlands. And the Ghostlands are, it seems like it's Samurai Town adjacent, but I don't know exactly how far away they are. But once you go into Ghostland, it's Mad Maxville. And they say, nobody escapes. Once you're there, you're trapped there for good. But that's where this guy's granddaughter is, so he has to go and rescue this guy's granddaughter, or his leather suit will explode and kill Nick Cage. Um, also, Nick Cage is in cowboy jail for a bank robbery 10 years prior. Yeah, and one of the lines, when he's in Ghostland, there's all these Mad Maxi mutant people rubbing up, like surrounding him and grabbing at him. And he, at one point, he goes, Karate chop you! And then he just exclaims, Who the fuck's rubbing on me? Two great lines. That, again, that's kind of why I'm not saying the one that made me piss my pants, because nobody can do it the justice that Nick Cage can. It, but, like, we literally could not follow what the fuck was happening. There seemed to be one no rules. One of the lines that Nicolas Cage says in the movie is no, I'll karate chop you. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, karate chop you. <laughs> it was, the the two of us were pissing ourselves, but it really you just- You know distra- something? You people are fucking nuts. That's also a, a line that is almost completely out of context in the conversation that's happening. <laughs> if, like- I don't know this this movie. While it's it wasn't great, it's it somehow managed to make me fall deeper in love with Nick Cage, who is just God bless Nicolas Cage. That man is just a fucking treasure. I hope he lives to be 150 years old and just continues to make six batshit crazy movies every year. It's just seeing that man's face, like when he's not even speaking, it just fills my heart with happiness. I really just love Nick Cage. And I feel like if you even slightly resemble that remark, it's at least worth checking this movie out. While you're forewarned, it sucks ass. It's a bad movie. But it's... It's it's, batshit crazy in the way that the plot is woven. Yeah, there's, there's no real strings connecting anything. There's so much stuff that's not explained, like relationships. Who's this person? Why is there this white guy preacher in fucking Ghostland who's reading from some book that's clearly not the Bible? But After, I don't want to spoil this part of the movie too much, but after Nicolas Cage meets the governor and gets the suit on, and then leaves town to go find Bernice. That whole sequence is fucking ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. When There's... that happened, I was like, what the fuck is he doing? Why? Yeah. There's, you will ask yourself why dozens of times throughout this movie. That scene makes me think that uh, I even said it to Sharon as it happened. I said, this almost feels like Nicholas that that thing was just a prop to be in the background. And at that moment, Nicolas Cage just decided 
that he wanted to change things up and use that prop. Uh, and they just kept it in the movie because it was so insane. I hope that there was some production assistant behind the scenes who just had his phone out taping this whole time and we can get a documentary made about the behind the scenes of this movie. Because it's, it's a real head-scratcher. Like, how did this come to existence? Like, what the fuck is going on here? Uh, the, the biggest complaint I have is not enough Nick Cage. Like, yeah. they should have used him more. They, they really just went off a lot on these weird subplots that didn't really make a ton of sense. <clears throat> but, I don't know. I mean, in all honesty, I can't suck more than 2.75 Nick Cage dicks for this one. And that's just me being realistic. While I did enjoy it more than I would your average 2.75 dick movie, I gotta be real with everybody. It 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 is a piece of shit, but... You'll be entertained. It is. Uh, I agree with the 2.75 rating. It is the highest rated of the movies that I've watched since last we spoke. Oh, my goodness. Well, I feel like we should get into those. Uh, the first one we watched was The Witch. Oh, you did not like The Witch, huh? The one with Anya Taylor-Joy and... Ralph Einson. I might have liked it better if it wasn't so pretentious using all of that extremely old English. Oh, yeah. I mean, I've seen The Witch probably three or four times, and every time I watch it, the subtitles are on because they're using, like, ye old English pilgrim talk. And do the subtitles translate it? Or do you just read the... the Ye old English. It makes a lot more sense when you're seeing the words. Yeah, it, there was a part Sharon and I would just look at each other and be like, I, I have no idea what they just said. I mean, it was easy to figure out. It was I, I liked it visually. It wasn't very scary at all. Uh, it's more like Catholic scary, like soul burning in hell scary. Uh but I, I was not a fan. It was like watching a foreign film. I mean, I, I, I'm the opposite take of that. I absolutely love The Witch. I watch it ever since it came out. I've watched it every year around Halloween season. I forget. I, I refuse to use the S word. Um, but you I mean, spooky season, everyone. God, God damn you, shuddy boy. I think it's a You've fucking fantastic said it a movie. Of times. <clears throat> and. If if you've never checked it out, put the subtitles on as it's starting because you're going to need them. But I can see why people wouldn't like it because it is a little dry. It is a little slow. Uh, it's very bleak. And there's not like jump out scares. Um, it's a little on, uh, in the, the vein of Blair Witch where there's a lot of insinuation and just creepiness. The whole vibe is creepy. And then it has a pretty wild ending but i thought ralph einson that dude should be in everything he's so fucking creepy when he wants to be that deep deep voice he's got that was the dad right yeah he was in game of thrones as well yes did they i mean you since you watch it so frequently did they explain why they left the village i mm, possibly i forget because it almost seemed like 
they left the village because they weren't the village wasn't as strict religiously as the dad wanted it to be or possibly was more strict i mean that's one of it's definitely over religion and they did seem pretty hyper religious um but so wow so if you got you gave the witch lower than a 2.75 uh 2.5 hmm. wait did i i did watch this movie okay this black is from Phillip. 2015 black philip every time i see a goat now i go black philip uh you know there the the one part of the movie that made me very uneasy was when Anya Taylor Joy was talking to Black Phillip and he like materialized behind her. Fucking creepy. I was like, oh, I don't know how I feel about that. But that I mean, was the only part in the leaving it vague, but what about the the scene with the baby? I mean, if you just explain that scene to somebody and say that this is in a mainstream movie, that is just utterly horrifying. Yes. Yep, you're right. At, that's at the beginning. That was yeah. also very. That was uh, that had given that gave me hope for the movie. Mm. Uh, but I did not. Too pilgrimy, huh? Too pilgrimy for sure. I get that. I I I watched this movie. Like I don't know. I guess when it came out, I saw it in theaters, and I thought so little of it that I don't really even. I can't keep up with this conversation. <laughs> well, it's over. How. I don't know how many witch dicks that you sucked, but I probably didn't suck very many more. I'll tell you that. Um, and I had high hopes for this this movie. All right, what else? Sorry. You got, uh, and Sorry, then buddy. I we watch we rented on Apple TV uh, Werewolves Within. Mm, not familiar. Let me look that up. Starring. Sam Richardson and Milana Vantraub or Oh, Melania Vintraub? Yeah, that's it. She's the the sprint the pretty sprint lady. Nope, AT&T. Yeah, one of those things. Werewolves Within? Yes. Do you have Apple TV others. yet, Kevin? No. Um I was signed in for uh RentRes year-long trial and that expired. Apple TV might not be bad. It's going to, I think it's going to end up being pretty good. I mean, they got Ted Lasso, which is all right. First season was awesome. The morning show first season was awesome. Didn't really like the second so far. Well, you're really selling it, the Jeff. First episode. But they might get the NFL Sunday ticket. Supposedly they're going to, which I know does nothing for you, but supposedly you're going to get football. But what else are they going to do? I think they're doing, aren't they doing Scorsese's next movie or is he going to Netflix with it? Mm. The one, one with those, Leo? One this, yeah. It's streaming oh. somewhere. And I don't know mm. if it's Apple TV <laughs> or if it's Netflix, but Apple TV is in the running for all these. And they're they're trying. They're like getting around awesome. And I think they're gonna be there in like a year or two. Just wanted to, you know, throw that into your uh ear hole. And it's only six dollars <laughs> a month. I kinda I you know, like I have That's high hopes bad. for Apple TV eventually. It's around the price of Shutter. I'm already fucking sure. paying that. I, well, I feel like you use Shutter a lot. So I do. I mean, you're Shutter's you got some good shit. You can't complain about that value. No, no, I never do. Huh. I'm not going to say a bad thing about Shutter. Um, this movie was not very good. 
Yeah, I just looked it up and doesn't have solid reviews and doesn't really look all that interesting. We, I, we didn't even finish it. I turned it off. Wow. With like 20 minutes left. 20 minutes? You made it so far. It was boring. Uh, some of the jokes were good. Sam Richardson and Melania Weintraub were, were funny at times, but it was just, it was awful. It mm. was a stinker. Well, give it two dicks because she's got she's pretty damn cute. Yeah, oh, nice. I thought you were gonna get sleazier than that, but I I I, I almost did. Yeah, I was heading. It was definitely trending that way before I backpedaled. I would let her put. I would let her put one of her turds and a handful of kale in a blender, and make a poop acai bowl, and I would eat it. If uh, we were at the beach. And I got stung by a jellyfish. She could absolutely pee on my leg to make the burning stop. Let's just say if a jellyfish stung my tonsils. <laughs> yeah, my, I somehow got stung by a jellyfish on my face. <laughs> uh, you know what? I'm going to make out with this jellyfish here. Oh, God, these things sting. Ouch. So what was your what was your final movie, Shuddy? No, I only watched those three. Oh, I, okay. I miscounted. Oh, well, retro technically is a review. Uh, and, but uh, I also started watching Billions on Showtime. Oh, mm, I, Dan Soder's I in that, no... right? What'd you say? Dan Soder's in that? Yes, Dan Soder is in that. Yeah, he kicks ass. I love Dan Soder. I have, like, no real use for... Or interest for Showtime, but almost everyone says Billions kicks ass. Jeff, you would love it. Yeah, we would absolutely <gasps> fucking love it. I know. All right, I might do it. It's, How much does Showtime cost? I don't know. It, we have it in our cable. Oh, okay. I'm Man, the only somebody, one of us that hasn't cut the cord. Somebody commented that Tales from the Hood is on Shutter, and I got all excited and I looked it up, and it's not. The only thing I can find it streaming on is Showtime, and I don't have that. Um, Jeff, it sounds like you didn't uh, watch anything. No, um, I'm pretty much just watching like sports, football now. Watch a lot of baseball, so I got nothing to review, unfortunately. I give football five dicks. Oh no, I would give football negative dicks this weekend. Oh my goodness, it was it was brutal, actually. I probably bet like four or five thousand, and I uh, was down a hundred and twenty-five dollars. So pretty much nothing happened, and I just sat there and mainline football all weekend. And my, I just, out. I just had heart palpitations. Where Jeff is has not spent as much money as I did this weekend. Just hearing him say, "I bet four or five thousand dollars," just almost gave me a heart attack. Yeah, you're Dude, a scary guy. My homie whose wedding I'm going to won like fucking 15,000 this week. So what the fuck? And like, granted, like, so he was like one of my best friends in college and my college roommate. And like, we bonded through sports and like gambling. And like this motherfucker has made money consistently sports betting since like we were 18, 19 years old. And he started before that. Like he's always made like really, really good money. And it's like, 
sports gambling is just hard to make money in. Like no one does it. If someone does it, if they're set, if they're, especially if they're on TV saying that they win money, they're probably lying. Like it's, it's fucking impossible. And this guy's been killing it. And I'm like, we're talking about the bets that we put in. And like, I feel like a little needle dick compared to this guy. He's out here fucking just chucking huge bets out there. And that sounds I got terrifying. Fucking, yeah. I mean, well, I mean, it's like any other drug or, you know, something like that. Like you build up your tolerance. So I guess and this dude's been winning. So, but I mean, yeah, that's all I've been focused on is gambling. Like fucking, I just wake up and look at, sports stats and scores and try to like grind out an edge or a profit. I got to get into some more streaming shit. I tried to watch squid game. I watched like the first half of squid game and I think I have to get off of the dubs and just go to subtitle and just like, it's too distracting into that. It's too distracting. It's too fucking lame. Like people are flipping out over that show. It seems it was like number one on Netflix. It's like a Korean Korean series, right? It's it's kind of like if they mixed Hunger Games and Fall Guys. I don't know what Fa- Fall Guys is, but yeah, Video that sounds game. right. My brother, yeah, my brother was said that it was pretty good. He started watching it. Mr. Katsana, of course, he's going to fuck oh, with yeah. that. Actually, you know what? I would like and, to retract my previous statement. Fuck giving Hunger Games credit. It's like Fall Guys and Battle Royale. Yes. Well, yeah, and Battle Royale is... Japanese it's an Asian yeah. movie so yeah that's probably more of the comp that you want to go with but yeah just like it was kind of late I started watching it last night it was kind of late after a whole day of football so I got to circle back and give Squid Game another chance with just the subtitles because I can't do or the captions because yeah the the dub was just too distracting but it, it looked really well shot it looked it felt well acted again it was I was a little distracted at the time and you know, I think it is going to be really good. I just have to, like, give it a better chance. And then there's this new Netflix documentary, which it feels like no one cares about me reviewing these, except our one homegirl, Bonnie, who's in, into Netflix or, like, true crime documentaries. I can't uh, believe that. True crime is massive. You you can't be the only one that's all about all these documentaries in the Puminati. It's true, but I feel like... I don't know. It's not like we get a lot of questions of people asking if I watch that true crime documentary or not, where someone will ask you every now and then to weigh in on video games or comics, or it's expected you're going to weigh in on certain movies. So it's not like one of our routines, maybe like the type of uh, movies that you're into. Um, But there was the one on Netflix about the guy who was like a serial rapist who like hit or, one of his defenses were like multiple personality disorders. And I tried to watch some of that. And again, it was just too late. So hopefully I'll come back with something to review next week. He fell asleep. It's pretty useless. Yeah. Well, to follow up on something from last week, uh, Shuddy, I did get caught up on why the last man. Okay. We are also current on that. We, um, Ray Ray and I started it this weekend and just, sporadically throughout the the weekend got caught up and then last night i guess around like nine o'clock they dropped this week's episode so we watched episode five as well oh i didn't wa- we watched episode four it's I, I don't know it's it's fine you know it's now worked its way in as one of our shows we're gonna finish it out but like it's so much slower than the comic 
There's not a whole lot happening. It's very, it's kind of fallen into the same pratfalls that make The Walking Dead suck. It's just, I don't give a fuck about these whiny melodramas in these people's lives. Like, focus on the cool stuff. Walking Dead, focus on the fucking zombies. Why the last man? Focus on the apocalypse and the Amazons. Like, there was finally like a tiny bit of action in one of the episodes of Why the Last Man. And I feel like the comic book is is very exciting and has a lot of twists and turns and cliffhangers. And it's a very fun read. And the show so far has been just a little bit of a chore. Uh, the guy that plays Yorick isn't all that great. Um, He's annoying. Yeah, they, they've made him very, very whiny. It's it's a little insufferable. Um, and speaking of true crime, the other show that we've been watching that's our, our, our show is Only Murders in the Building, the, the Hulu show with Steve Martin and Martin Short and Selena Gomez. And we're current on that. And uh, I, I think that show kicks ass. I'm a big fan of that. And Martin Short makes me piss my pants every week. I've always been a huge yeah. Martin Short fan. I agree. He got, okay, so his character in Morning Show was real good. And then, like, towards the end of his character arc, it got creepy. But, like, Martin Short did it really well, right? But I feel like he's always been, like, underrated from a comedy perspective. Like, he holds his own with all those guys. Oh, yeah. He's never, he's not a leading man, maybe. Like, that's, he just doesn't have that swagger or whatnot. Like, that Jiminy Glicks shit, fucking love it. I feel like that was also underrated. Yeah. So if you've never seen that, I'm sure it's on YouTube or I think it was a Comedy Central show. So whatever streaming service has Comedy Central, maybe they have old episodes of Jiminy Glick. But I thought it was Showtime, but you might be right. It might be Comedy Central. Actually. I heard him and Steve Martin on Howard recently. And Martin Short Jeez. was Howard was asking him about Jiminy Glick. And he was saying that, you know, it was it was a little bit like between two ferns where they w- it was a fake talk show, and they would have guests on, and he would sort of be like a little insulting and rude, but that was that was his shtick. And the only guest that they ever really pissed off was Tom Green. For some what? reason, Tom Green got all butthurt. That's like the last guy you would figure would be pissed off. I know. Yeah, and, he, and apparently he was like, do me a solid and don't air that. So they never even aired his appearance, but he like walked off. That's weird. Yeah, apparently Martin Short in a fat suit can really trigger Mar- tr- trigger uh, Tom Green. Trigger Tom Green. Yeah. How do you feel about Tom Green? I mean, I still think he's funny. Yeah, he did a during the Trump administration. He went viral because I think he did like he had a bit where he just talks about how he knew the president. He's like, I'm friends with the president of the United States. Cause he was on celebrity apprentice. And like, like, I, I think they were cool at the time and maybe like afterward too. And so like, he would just like the, like in a, you know, Tom green way, just tell how he knew about the president. And this was like at the height, this is when Donald Trump was in office. You know what I mean? It was just like hearing it from his perspective, and it wasn't like that, like joke heavy of a story. It was just like, yeah, me, Tom Green, is friends with the. I have the fucking president's phone number. <laughs> like, I don't know, but it's weird. That's weird that that he uh, got fucked up over Jiminy Glick. I know. It's like that's kind of his thing. Yeah, it's absolutely not, his thing. Yeah, right. Not me. Yeah, yeah. Maybe it was just like. 
he was jealous or butthurt that Martin Short was like, kind of doing his thing as well or probably better because like I, I do actually look at Martin Short even though he doesn't have like maybe Hall of Fame performances I do look at him as like a Hall of Fame com- comic or have you watched guy. any of the show do, uh, only, the Netflix one no only murders in the building on Hulu Oh, it's Hulu. No, 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 no. I don't have. Actually, I do have Hulu. You should I check have it, it out for another month. It's worth. It's okay. worth watching. It's. It's not you like you know Steve Martin, Martin Short, and and Selena Gomez. Hannish, Selena Gomez. Okay. Yeah, they they somebody gets somebody dies in their building, and they're all true crime junkies. So they join forces and do a podcast together about this murder in the building, and it's them like sleuthing around and sniffing out clues and stuff, but. God damn if Martin Short still can't make me piss myself. Like, he gets the strongest laughs every episode for me. Um, so, yeah, I feel like he's aged better from a comedy perspective than, like, Steve Martin. I don't really have a lot of interest to see Steve Martin, even though really? I'm sure he's fine there. Yeah, yeah, I'm just saying, like... So Jeff is think, anti-Steve Martin is what we're, what I'm, we're what coming I'm away from this with. I'm Jeff hates him. He thinks he's a terrible actor. He's not funny. I believe the term he said overrated. Didn't he, Kevin? Didn't harsh. you hear that? It's a harsh man, that Jeff Clark. A lot oh, of hate wow, in his heart. The podcast is turning on me. It's me, your brother, <laughs> Jeff Clark. You guys are going to fuck with me like this? All right. Well, um, what do you guys say? We get into a few voicemails. Yay. I know people have called. I fucking know it. Let's see. Where did we meet? Leave off. I believe it's this one. Damn it. Boys, good morning. Lord call out here. Round two. Hey, uh, my audio was the last time I called uh, <laughs> uh, talking about Perfect. Kevin and uh, him and his DMs. And, uh, yeah, I actually do uh, watch and listen to every show. Um, do you listen to the Easter eggs? Because apparently a member of the Puminati who's been listening for years reached out to us and said, I did not know you guys have an Easter egg on every episode. When I hear the end theme song, I just turn it off. And sometimes the Easter eggs go as long as a... 30 minutes, or... We've gone even longer before. Sometimes we've done the fucking Easter egg that's longer than the actual goddamn episode. I Did we feel... joke about that on the Patreon or on the main episode last week? I think we goofed about... I don't know. It's all a blur. It's all this blur. person responded via Patreon, right? Yes. Like a Patreon comment? Yep. So maybe we were talking about on Patreon, or maybe that's just how we got on like the radar. Suppo- uh, I don't know, for lack of a better way of putting it. But I knew... There was a chance someone out there didn't listen through the end song. <laughs> Absolutely love you guys. Fucking great. Hilarious. And uh, Thank you. Anyways, I'm watching this episode, and I think it would be an absolute brilliant idea to uh, make a show with you guys all on mushrooms. I think that would be absolutely fucking hilarious. Uh, and, yeah, I've, I've honestly, Kevin, never heard you talk about um, – not checking your DMs. It's funny because I still listen uh, to every show and watch it via YouTube. So, anyways, boys, um, keep doing what you're doing. Love you guys. And, uh, yeah. 
Oh, that was it. So my thing about the mushrooms, I don't hate it, but we would have to like legitimately edit it. Oh my god! We, yeah. I mean, and we'd have to listen back, which would be kind of like, I don't know, it'd be a chore, right? Because yeah, I don't think. What are you have, worried about? We don't have. It's not something we have to do. Yeah, right. That's it's all gonna fall on has, That's all falls on Kevin. See, I feel like I, I was trying to think of a way to yeah, but you, but you're right. I'm not gonna edit it. It's Kevin. <laughs> I think the issue with that is like when when you take mushrooms. So doing a show, I know it sounds like we're just shooting the shit. I mean, we fucking talked about pizza for 20 minutes, for crying out yeah, loud. Yeah, we actually had a three-hour pre-production meeting. So, but like there, we, this there actually is some method to this madness. We are trying to be entertaining. And keep a show that flows and has multiple topics and doesn't have dead air. There is, I mean, at this point, you know, we've been doing it for 10 years. It's like a reflex at this point. But there is something there. There is a mode you have to flip on. It is work, as fun as it is. And on Mushrooms, I feel like the pressure of actually having to perform, do a show. And I know if there's dead air, we could go back and cut it out if we really wanted to. But... I just feel like the pressure of knowing that I'm doing work is going to affect my trip and perhaps send it downward. And that might even make it sound like an even more enticing idea. But I think it would mostly just be a lot of quietness and stuff that's somehow weird without being entertaining. I honestly don't see it working. Um, I can see how, how on paper it would look like a good idea, but in execution, I don't, I don't see that being entertaining at all. Right. This is like something that I would defer to you on because on paper it makes sense, but I mean, you're good at like, you know, sniffing this stuff out or figuring out because you actually went to broadcasting school and have been in radio and all that for years. I actually just did and mushrooms yeah. a couple of weeks ago. And let me tell you, there was nothing interesting coming out of my mouth. <laughs> so all right so you have all these facets covered yeah um perfect uh yeah i mean it could be just like a lot of us staring at the wall yeah or my i'm gonna i'm gonna get my i'm gonna get a live nudes neon sign for us <laughs> and i'm just gonna keep this blade over here just in case you know just in case i need it i'm gonna take down this uh mike tyson this Mike Tyson signed a uh, punch out thing. I'm going to put up a live nudes and that's going to be, that's going to be our whole pod or it's going to be a, a feature in our podcast. Yep. Hoy hoy. Uh, I heard Jeff talking about uh, wanting to dick down some movies and I've been meaning to call in to you guys uh, and ask, <clears throat> excuse me, ask what your favorite bad movies are. Uh, movies can be entertaining without being perfect. So, I'll uh, I'll start off. My favorite bad movie is Waterworld. If I won the lottery, the first thing I would buy is that Trimaran, that boat. I love that boat. So maybe that's a starting point for you guys, but uh, keep up the good work. See you guys. That's pretty good in the sense that I, I understand what he means when he says, for example, and he came out with a perfect example. My homie... Uh, my college roommate, actually, one of my college roommates, we've talked about him. I've mentioned him recently because he 
he's the one who is all about grandma's boy and what's the M night Shyamalan movie, the lady in the water. Is that an M night Shyamalan movie? It I think sure it is, is. Paul, starring Paul, Paul Giamatti, Giamatti who's also like, in billions. Yep. Uh, comes full circle. Howard fucking um, Stern. <laughs> that <laughs> cock sucking motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I fucking love pig. On I miss. One of, no, one of the great. One. Yeah, oh, yeah. You're right. Yeah. He's one of the, that's one of the greatest, like, supporting comedic performances ever well, yeah. well not greatest but definitely underrated um but we shunned my buddy from um for uh recommending movies based on grandma's boy and and a lady in the water and like his favorite movie ever was Waterworld, and, <laughs> and that was like <laughs> that was like a like exhibit C is like, all right, we're, we've completely, we're taking away all your DVD privileges, dude. Like, I mean, I like grandma's you don't get boy. Saying this. But do you, do you have anything for this, Jeff? Cause I know you don't like movies that are so bad that they're shitty. That's a concept that just, you can't compute. Yeah. I feel like this is a voicemail we got like six, seven years ago, which, you know, probably isn't even on the internet anymore, but we've talked about this and like, this isn't something that really computes with me. And I know I'm in the, the minority on this one. I, the, the only response that I have is because so many people shit on it. It'd be like Armageddon, or I guess like maybe Judgment Night. If, I mean, we had a few people say how <laughs> mad they were at, after watching Judgment Night. So like, yeah. myself included. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So I guess <laughs> those would probably be my responses to like get the ball rolling in this conversation. Maybe you guys start some movies, and I'll try to circle back. But that's all I got. I mean, if we're going on the realm of uh, like mainstream movies, I I have more of like the the deep cut, like true true shitty movies, the ones that become cult classics because they're so bad, like The Room with Tommy Wiseau that they made the Disaster Artist about with James Franco and Seth Rogen, or Troll Two. It's an, another notorious really bad movie. I feel like those are on a lot of people's radars. Well worth a watch if you like bad, shitty movies. But in that same vein, I would recommend, and I know Shuddy Boy has my back on this, probably actually probably on both of these, Hard Ticket to Hawaii. Absolutely. We did just, that on What the Fuck Did I Just Watch. Hilarious. Hilarious from start to finish. And in the same vein, which you also did on What the Fuck Did I Just Watch, is Samurai Cop. Yeah, I can't keep up in this combo. Samurai Cop is divine like you will not be bored for a split second you will laugh from the opening credits to the closing credits it is math perfect that somebody actually tried to make this movie thinking it was good and it turned out like this samurai cop 2 i don't recommend the one thing i compare samurai cop 2 to which they made like 30 years later is like if you're around like if everybody's at like a house party or something and one of their kids shows up and says some stupid little kid thing that makes everybody laugh accidentally. And then the little kid's like, oh, I'm getting a laugh with this? Here, let me try. And then it's like, mm, nope, that's not it, kid. Two thumbs down. That's not funny. That's what Samurai Cop 2 was like. It was like a little kid who accidentally was funny and then tried to mine that same thing and failed. So does do you guys like that... Uh, Jeremy Piven movie, The Goods. Is that con- is that considered bad enough to fit into this conversation? Perhaps. I mean, I was kind of lukewarm on that. 
I think it's fucking classic, actually. But if we're talking mainstream movies that everybody hated and I liked, I would say Get Smart with Steve Carell, Anne Hathaway, and The Rock. I find that legitimately funny, even though most people didn't. Unfortunately, as much as I'm, I like to be a contrarian and play the contrarian angles, I can't think of like movies that most people like liked uh, or hated? didn't like that I liked. It's usually the opposite, right? Yeah. What about you, Shuddy? A movie that most people don't like either liked or didn't hate as much as me. Do you have any wrecks, Shuddy? No. <laughs> All right. Here's another voicemail uh, then. I think it's really funny that when I call, I, I don't mean anything to all of you guys because you know what? Every time that I listen to you, I listen to you because you guys make me happy as shit when I'm at work. And then when I call you, I've been fucked up. So, uh-huh. <laughs> but I always fuck with Shuddy. And he always gets so goddamn mad every time I call it. He's about ready to quit the show. He needs to be stopped being a fucking pussy, dude, like straight up. <laughs> uh, you need to stop being a piece of shit. I love that guy. I love all three of you. If if you guys were not um, around, I wouldn't be able to do my job because I do my job listening to you literally and waiting to listen to you every week. Um, I'm getting ready to join the uh, – I've been listening to you guys literally for five years, and I still haven't joined the uh, the Patreon, so I'm going to do that. But I just think Not it's anymore. really funny <laughs> that I can fuck with Shuddy so bad that he, he, he's like, oh, yeah, well, I'm going to quit the show. Well, well. <laughs> Fucking pussy. <laughs> I love wait, all wait, three of you. Stop being... What, Jeff? I, what is he referring to? I don't remember Shuddy ever almost quitting the show over a voicemail. Didn't this guy call in last week? Is he the Amazon driver? That like goofed on Shuddy about something and Shuddy got like really butt hurt and started talking shit on him? I don't know. I know that guy's name. Wasn't that guy's name Josh? This guy didn't come up with his name. Is this the same phone number? I don't know. We don't have to. I don't even remember deeper. that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. I just, I'm just. I'm trying to remember the times where Shuddy went fucking nuts over a voicemail and as uh as hot or as uh short of a fuse as Shuddy has, I don't think a voicemail has ever set him off. Maybe I'm wrong though. Fucking pussies. I like Jeff and Kevin's now, but I can say Shuddy's a pretty big pussy guy. Um a pussy but if guy. I met Shuddy and like if we met each other face to face, I guarantee you he'd be we'd be cool as fuck. But I would definitely tease him all the time because he's just somebody that you have to tease. I'm sorry, I'm not a bully or nothing, but he's just somebody. That's exactly you what you are. Nothing you can do. If about that, it. If you can't control the compulsion. That's right. exactly well, what the fuck you, you are. Well, there you go. Well, uh, I mean, if you've been I'm listening to the to show, have you on the Patreon, yeah. And if you've been listening to the show for five years, you probably picked up on that Shuddy Boy's got pretty thin skin. And if you goof on him, he might not take to it too kindly. Oh, he called back. Yep, shit balls again. Shit balls. Uh, I didn't get to say everything I wanted to say because I just remembered it. I always call you guys when I'm fucked up. But uh, I do want to let uh, Shuddy know that I 
don't enjoy He-Man. It's no big deal. I watched him when I was a kid. Man, are you trying to just get on Shuddy Boy's Merc list? Now you don't wow. like He-Man? I feel like this is proof that we really don't vet the emails. And I was, I was, I was lying, or voicemails. I was lying about our pre-production meeting. Uh, <laughs> we don't do pre-production. So I feel like <laughs> this could have been vetted out earlier. Uh, just just want to cushion the blow here because I, I, I don't know if this if voicemail is going in the right direction here. Well, let's see. I remember, I remember watching him and then like, I think it was like, can't remember how it happened. It was like, uh, I don't know, uh, He Man, and then after that it was Transformers. I think this was in the eighties, and then it was like some weird shit, like My Little Pony or something, or uh, what's the girl with the rainbow shit? And then it was Mister Rogers. So I want to know because I've been trying to figure this out. And I'm not trying to fuck with you, Shuddy. I'm just asking you. But uh, I want to know. I know that you don't like to watch porn, which is really weird for a dude to not want to watch porn. But you like He-Man, which is a half-naked, like, Arnold Schwarzenegger dude. So I'm wondering if you like to – or you don't want to watch porn because you – think that if you see a dude or a dude's balls or like a, a gooch or a, a gooch i don't know what you would call a taint whatever uh you this guy is now on swinging. the list with hyper chris oh wow and there's some dick swinging don't even might bother like, subscribing oh now i gotta beat off i don't know if that's true or not but i was just wondering you would love it to be true because then you would have something to beat off to <laughs> shit balls you you really you really pissed off shuddy yeah you really stepped this in, guy you stepped in some shit here homie <laughs> yeah sh- shit balls indeed shit balls yeah. is now wiped from puminati canon for life <laughs> oh my blacklisted <laughs> fuck this asshole oh jeez. Yeah. yikes all right well there's one more let's see if this guy uh Ruffles Shuddy Boy's feathers. Oh, good. Let's it's, oh, it's shit let's balls. go I mean, right I, right into the fucking goddamn lawyer now. No, no, no. This isn't it's the a, lawyer. It's open shitballs. Oh wait, I actually forgot I to say one more thing. And it's, I really like it's you, not but. that mean. And I love Shuddy, but his house is probably terrible, right? I mean, <laughs> oh fuck, where'd it go? Here we go, gentlemen. I have a segment suggestion for you guys. Um, and now I can't take full credit for this, as it was my brother's idea, but I did come up with the name. We'll get that to uh, we'll get to that later. So I'll start with saying that Crafter Jeff Shuddy Edition, um, five five dicker guys, five dicker across the board, great series. Keep it up. And uh, it kind of relates to this idea. So here's the idea. Having the listeners send in their recipes, uh, pictures or video or whatever it would be, um, and you guys would rate their either stoner food or fancy uh, meals that they can create. And, uh, yeah, you guys give it a good rating. 
or, or bad rating, however you see fit. And the name would be Chub My Grub. Give it a thought. Let us know. So, um, Deep Voice Mike, I don't know if this guy's in Patreon and our Slack, but Deep Voice Mike had this idea as well. Uh, and he brought it up in Slack. Not to say that like he stole it from Deep Voice, Deep Voice Mike, you know, great minds think alike type thing, right? It's just, um, so it, it was in the consciousness. I don't know how to get it going because like, for sure, send me pictures of your meal somehow and I'll fucking, I'll, I'll give you my honest feedback. I don't, I don't hate that at all. I just, we just, yeah, I guess start sending, emailing in pictures of your dish and what, what it is and. We'll talk about it, right? I don't see any problem with that. Yeah, I mean, if we can get a decent amount of subscriptions, maybe it could just be like a quick one-off show. I don't know. Who knows? But there oh, could be something there. As, we'll see. As I heard, it was just like, it would just be like an email. You just email it in. And when we do emails, if you have like a, a food you want us to weigh in, and maybe we hit like a, a chub my grub button, and then we'll talk about it for like two minutes. We don't have to do like a whole Patreon episode off of it. Or perhaps maybe we do. I don't know. I was just, that's what I was thinking initially when he asked the question. Yeah, that would work too. All right. Well, thank you everybody for your voicemails. I know Shuddy appreciated every single one of them. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> um, and I don't know. Do we have any, uh, you guys got any, any business uh, before we wrap things up? No, sir. How, uh, how are we doing on fancy football? Because I've had a bunch of listeners hit me up and ask for us to cover more fantasy football, especially because you don't really like talking about fantasy football that much. I know, pretty sure my week was uneventful. Let me pull up the app right my now. My week, I got trounced. I think I, I keep running into like bad situations. Oh, I actually came back and I'm taking the lead. I'm currently okay, in the so. lead, but the guy I'm playing, I I don't even remember who. I don't I don't check it all that. But the apologies to whoever I'm I'm matched up against this week, but I'm currently winning, but they have one person left to go and they could come back and beat me and that means they most likely will. <laughs> Same here, dude. I'm going down tonight. Yeah. For I'm, sure. I'm I'm sure this will be my my third my third three for three loss for the season. But yeah, dick kicks all around. It's just fucking demoralizing and I goddamn hate Final Fantasy football. Here's the thing is that you're like you saying you're getting your dick kicked in in football actually is proven by the stats. You've <laughs> scored the least amount of points and you've given up. You're you've had the most points scored against you. And so I you gave, should be 0 and 3. <laughs> I I got graded by the Final Fantasy football algorithms and told me I did an A plus job on picking my team. So fuck you algorithm. Algorithms know nothing. Final Fantasy Football is for the Boyds. Oh, and I hate it. There's your Final Fantasy Football update. Uh, yeah. That, well, uh, Carlos Sanchez is first. Flutie and the Blowfish is second. And Tila's Terrorizers is third. But oh, that's Dom. That's still after two weeks. The third week hasn't been graded yet because of the Monday Night Football game, which... Uh, me and Kevin will probably both drop to 0 and 3 after yep. because I'm in the same boat as you. Yeah. I'm also, I'm going to drop to 1 and 2. Oh, right. shutty the show. So I'm done for the, I'm my, I have nobody left to go. 
the hosts of this podcast will probably not be able to weigh in on fantasy football in a meaningful way later in the season because we'll all be eliminated. In my other league, I am also getting my ass kicked uh, in my league with friends here locally. And I have Matthew Stafford. No, I, sorry. I, I, oh shit. Am I going to win? That's not how it was yesterday. I won by three points, but it looked like I was going to get my ass destroyed with Matthew Stafford sitting on my bench. Yeah, the Pua fell too, the real deuce, the the other MSPH league that I play in. I'm in first, and it's going to be a long season for these motherfuckers. <laughs> Let me tell you, I, uh, I have a deep team, deep roster. But I think the same about my other team, the, the original Pua fell, and I'm fucking getting a house, so who knows. Well, thank you, everybody, for listening. I strongly advise you to check out our Patreon, which is at patreon.com slash madscientistpartyhour. If... You've never uh, signed up. We've been going for like, I don't know, three and a half years or something at this point. There's just endless content. And if I do say so myself, it all kicks ass. I don't know if you're going to find a fucking better Patreon anywhere. So check it out. I think you'll enjoy it. Lots of fun shows. Mini bonus podcast uh, Patreon every week that goes up. I think last week's was like a fucking hour long. So yeah, you're, you're in for a real treat. And I also recommend, if you're listening to this show, listen past the theme song because there's free bonus content there in the Easter egg. You don't get it on YouTube. It's exclusive to the audio-only podcast, but we've been doing it for years and years and years. And uh, it's pretty fucking funny that somebody messaged us and said they never knew we were doing it. So it's there. It exists. And you should listen. Sometimes it's better than others, but all the time it's good. God damn it, Shuddy Boy. This week it's awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The us. best ones are when Jeff is way late and Kevin uses the the soundboard to fit Jeff into the conversation. Yep. This is to be talking about dicks. So if you like to hear I, uh, about, I had his about penis that. in my mouth earlier today. I uh, had his penis in my mouth earlier today. What was the suck, Dylan? Fuck yeah, I want a cupcake. Dookie boy, the cocksucker. I totally didn't say any of this. Dookie boy, the cocksucker. Oh, it's girthy. <laughs> that juicy slab of meat. That was about Crafter Jeff. Yeah, some of these are from Crafter Jeff. I think this one is too. Oh, it's girthy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can also follow us on Instagram. I'm at Kevin Craft. At Shuddy Boy. At Jeffro Records. And at MSPH Podcast. If you would like to be a part of Voicemails Yay, just call 201-472-0139 and leave a message after the beep. Or you can just shoot your emails to madscientistpartyhour at gmail.com. If you wouldn't mind, we could use a a nice little fluffing, a nice gentle handy to get our YouTube numbers up. If you want to subscribe, youtube.com slash madscientistpartyhour. Trying to keep this shit SEO friendly. Um, And if you haven't done so, please subscribe to us on iTunes and hook us up with a five-star rating. Because that's what um, really helps us defeat these evil, malicious algorithms. 
that are keeping us from truly taking over the world. All right, yeah. friends. Thank you for listening. But until next time, oh, ew, something. Yeah, yeah. from Ethan. Go, 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 go. Go, 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 go. Go. Whoa. Just throwing the message out there was just like, wow, this is fucking useless. <laughs> oh, look at you, Jeff. Look, like you got fucking hit by a bar of soap. I don't get it. He's saying you look bathed for once. As he's eating popcorn like a fucking dog. Well, you see what I like to do is I like to put a bunch of smart food popcorn in a bowl. And instead of getting cheese dust all over my fingers, I like to um, tongue dart it like Yoshi and pull it into my mouth. Uh, That's fair. Hey, the logic makes sense, and I'm not going to knock you for it. I'm going to need some help out of you guys. Okay. There are, there are topics and questions that I have that I think you guys could weigh in on. All right, so I'm well, going to a wedding Thursday. You don't want to save this for the show? No. Do we have anything specific for the Easter egg? Also, no, welcome but to the I new would Easter like egg your, listener uh, that we have. What'd you say? Welcome to the new Easter egg listener that we have. <laughs> um. I have some bets that I made today for tonight's football game that you can criticize or I would love praise. to weigh in on those things. You want to do that now? No, we can. I, I have that and a ton of reviews for the show. A, a ton of reviews? Oh, man, I got a boner. I have four movie reviews. All, I mean, except for the one that we both watched, Kevin, all three out of the four are horror movies. Oh, fuck. Yeah. I got a big boner. Uh, Spooky season. Yeah, we start. We kicked off spooky season with some real doozies. That's for sure. I'll tell you what, that movie that that you and I both watched does have um, the tag of horror in a couple of. Um, well, I can see that. I can see how it sort of ties in loosely, uh, but it's, yeah. <laughs> now, let me tweak the lighting real quick. Look like a fucking blotchy ghost. What do I think this is? Speaking of useless, you think Kevin's going to have any decent feedback for me and my questions? I'm really relying on you, Shuddy. I got your back, Jeff. This fucking guy. Oh. I mean, let's be honest. He doesn't care Seriously. either. No, not even remotely. Yeah. <sighs> hey, it's a bed. 
it's a bed we've made. Now we got to lie in it, you know? Yeah. We've got to deal, live in our own stink. Right. Kevin, who stinks? I'm going to a wedding Thursday. Well, oh. the wedding Saturday, but I'm flying. <laughs> I'm flying to it Thursday. Ow! I still have to get a wedding gift. And I'm a little unsure on how to add, how to fly with the suit. Like I don't want to okay. pack the suit and fold. All right. So First of all, get shuddy dad for that gift. Cash. Okay, cool. That's what I. Yeah, that's what I. Cash, My... Cash or uh, an equivalency with something like a Target gift card or something. Well, that depends. Have they been living together already? Yes, they live together, and they. I think. Well, they own a home together. Okay, here's, here's a fifty dollar gift certificate to OnlyFans. Well, then Target's not a good idea. If they were just if combining their lives, then Target because then they can. Hey, get... hey Kevin, you want to fucking help me out a little bit here? I have to listen to all your stupid fucking problems every week, and I try to weigh in as honestly as possible. But one time I asked you for a fucking honest favor, and your bitch ass wants to just troll me and oh shit, I've I, like a goon. I missed I missed the. The group text when we switched formats to a drama show and swore off comedy. You triggered bitch. Man. <laughs> wow. What happened, Chuddy? Just a worthless bitch. I, no, I was at your knock on Jeff. That's what I was wowing. Oh, come on. That was mellow. That was mean. Uh-huh. It was mean. It's all right. I'll move on. So... Okay, so I was thinking about buying him cigars and booze. Now I'm probably just gonna maybe just get the cigars because I'll 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 pay you know I'll write him a check too or give him cash because that's probably it's probably the best way to go about it, right? Yeah. Um, and I, I'm assuming the wife doesn't smoke cigars, so just giving him cigars certainly doesn't work. Um, but a question that I did have and just would help me moving forward. Can you fly with alcohol? I was conf- you can't, can you? It has to be unless you buy it in the airport. It has to be in a checked bag. I thought I read, and I so I if you, you go into the duty free shop and buy, you know, once you go through security, mm-hmm. you can. Well, the duty free shop, you might not even be able to buy it if you're staying in the U.S. I've never tried to buy booze at the airport, uh, but typically just it has to be in your checked luggage because of the the amount of liquid, that whole thing that they do that you can't fly with liquids over X. Right. I thought I, I thought I was reading that you couldn't have a bottle of liquor with like a certain amount of like booze. Like you couldn't, it couldn't be like 70 proof or higher or 75 proof or higher, hmm. which I thought was like, like a weird little wrinkle to the, to the uh, rules, but whatever. Also last thing. And I think you can weigh in on this one, Kevin. I hope you can. Cause you were recently at a wedding flying with a suit. How the fuck, did, how did you do that? So I have a garment bag. And um, so I forget which airline I flew, but I've flown when I flew to my sister's wedding, I had a tux. And when I got on the plane, 
the like a flight attendant as I was getting on board was like, oh, I'll take that for you. And she hung it up in like a closet. And yeah. Then, so a garment bag as a carry on and then they'll hang it on the plane, I believe. But when I flew to my stepbrother's wedding, they were like, oh, well, um, due to COVID, we don't hang suits anymore. And I was like, fucking what? Like, did, should I put a mask on my garment bag? Like, <laughs> what does that have? What, what does that have to do with COVID? Bag has had two consecutive negative COVID tests. <laughs> yeah. So I can take this bag with a suit in it and put it in the overhead compartment. And that's not going to give anybody COVID. But if I hang it in a closet, it's going to give somebody COVID. I, I could not make heads or tails, but apparently some airlines will count that as a carry on bag. So you can't even bring like a duffel bag or one of those small travel things to go in the overhead and a suit. They'll make you choose one or the other, which was kind of fucking annoying. And, you know, everybody stuffs all their shit into those overhead things. And I had to cram a fucking suit in there for a wedding. Yeah. I'm like, okay, cool. So this is just going to be all thrashed and wrinkled, huh? But I don't know. It turned out okay. So I'm expecting to do something like that or essentially just take a thrash and mangled suit to my destination and have to find a... Dry cleaner. Yeah, dry cleaner. Like I'm just. Where are you going? Going to St. Louis. Oh, I'm. I mean, I'm sure you can easily find a dry cleaner. Yeah, but how how much how much time are you gonna have for the turnaround? I get there Thursday day. The wedding is Saturday, so I'll pretty much have like. You don't think that'll work? I think you can find a same day dry cleaner in St. Louis. Yeah, for sure. I found one, dude. I found one. In Bristol, Connecticut. Remember when I had that interview with ESPN? Yeah. I brought my suit and I just straight up like, like fucking like folded it four times over and, and stuffed it in my bag, and had a strong feeling that probably wasn't gonna be ideal. I found a fucking dry cleaner that opened up at like seven a.m. in Bristol and like handled my suit an hour before my like interview at like nine o'clock. Like I was like, can I drop this off at seven, pick it up at eight 30? Like, yeah, I get the, f- I, I almost didn't believe him, but I had really no fucking choice. Right. And it worked out. I mean, granted Bristol, like the whole town is probably built on ESPN. So I got like a lot of like dry cleaning work that they can get done, you know, but like, I'm assuming St. Louis would be able to pull through for me on that. Like there's gotta be, but it's like, you know, I'm going to hang out with the homie and he's hosting me on his wedding weekend, which is bizarre already. It's not bizarre. Like he's like, dude, I got a basement. You sleep like I got a big house, got a basement. So you're going to be good. in the house with the newlyweds on their wedding night. Right. And that's pretty much what I said to him. But he was like, maybe they're yeah, planning on having you watch and or participate. Yeah, they're like, hey, Jeff, we heard you trigger me just like Kevin. We heard you like eating cream pies. Son of a bitch. I hate cream pies. I don't have time for this shit. All right. I'm very stressful. Would you suck my dick if I let you stay at my house on my wedding night? Suck on my dick. No, I'm 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 I I might actually not stay at his house. (laughs) One of his homies uh, uh, we didn't go to school with, but visited a couple of times. Like I'm friends with still his parents are like 
stupid rich, like stupid rich. I'm just like, We're I was kind of planning on just, yeah, yeah, exactly. I was planning to just suck his dick so I can stay in whatever the guest house they have. They probably <laughs> I uh, had his penis two. in my mouth earlier today. I uh, had his penis in my mouth earlier today. That feels edited. I don't think I said that. <laughs> I think you did. I think that's a compilation of a bunch of things that you edited. I would like to suck a dick. <laughs> What's that, Shuddy? This is a Battle Cat homage action figure. I almost put you in the waiting room, Kevin, trying to give you record permission. Recording in progress. Oh! North! You, wanna, uh, you gotta review your whole, your trip to RetroCon, right? Yes, sir. I actually have the second video. Uh, it was a lot of fun. Ready to well, go I on made Patreon? Easter egg all about me, but the main episode can be all about you, Shuddy. And then we can make the Patreon Kevin his stupid shit. This is all... <laughs> Retrocon behind me. What? Wow. Yeah, I got I got a little bit of a a progress report from Dominic. (laughs) That picture he sent you of me when we got back to my house with uh, all the bags in my hand. It didn't seem like that much at the time because I was carrying bags. Bon Bon was carrying a couple of my bags. Dom had a couple of mine, so it didn't feel yeah! like it was that much and then and Sharon and then put them all in my hand I put them all in the tool shed which is where I'm currently sleeping <laughs> jeez Kevin so Jeff can see uh, I just sent it I need to smoke some weed. I haven't done that since I got home. Well, let me. Um... Oh, man, this new this iPad thingy, this new software. Really makes it difficult. There we go. All right. Intro's ready. Whenever you guys want to plamp this off. Let's plamp it off. From Los Angeles, California, where the Mad Scientist Party Hour. <laughs>